Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the new cognitive disability fitness series uh, workouts. What mm. is cognitive fitness? We're going to dive into that. Yes. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We are really, really thankful that you're joining us today. We're going to be diving into a brand new topic, Mm -hmm. uh, something we're really excited about over on the YouTube channel side, Uh, but we're going to be talking about cognitive disability fitness. Yes. Um, We're starting Mm -hmm. a new video series. We like to do that every now and then. Uh, that focuses on cognitive disability fitness. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to be diving into what that is today and what we'd like to share with you about it. Um, If you know somebody who has cognitive issues, a disability, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this might be for you to to learn more about. And uh, Meredith is going to tell us what it's about. Yeah. So, uh, so, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So so cognitive fitness, Meredith, um, you know, what we can kind of just give us a quick idea what that is and what right what is the uh, inspiration behind coming Mm. up with something like that um well cognitive disabilities so i'm going to give the definition that i found that i think is one of the the better ones um so cognitive disabilities is a term that refers to a broad range of conditions that include intellectual disability autism spectrum disorders Mm -hmm. severe persistent mental illness brain injury stroke and Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. Um, So I like that because that includes a lot. So I kind of like that definition in a sense that um, a lot of times seniors, we're thinking of cognitive disabilities, we go to Alzheimer's, dementia, stroke. Um, But there's so many people that these workouts, I think, can help at all ages. So Mm -hmm. um, that's why I wanted to give that little broader definition definition um so so that's cognitive disabilities and then the reason to come up with cognitive disability fitness um and a couple of workouts to go along with it um mainly working in um in memory care and even assisted living we kept talking about workouts certain workouts i would do and i was like you know that one i should slow that down because someone in memory care, they're not going to be able to do that whole thing or they'll start it and then get frustrated and then just walk away, right? Um, Or it'll just be background noise that someone will put on that's uh, working in uh, memory care, um, which is perfectly fine too, and you can do whatever you can do. But I thought, why don't we actually make workouts for geared towards that? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you work, let's say in memory care or assisted living, and you have a group that maybe has some cognitive disabilities, put these workouts on for them. They're actually geared for them. So that's kind of where the inspiration, I guess, came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because you don't see that a lot, if at all. No, I don't know if there are any. I know a lot of times I've I've seen people on our YouTube that said, um, I guess there's a setting on there. You can go in as a viewer and you can speed it up or slow it down. And they said, I've slowed it down for, I think I said their mom or dad, something mm-hmm. like that at one point. And I went... 
we really do need to do some slower workouts because there aren't anything that's slow out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes people will say the ones that I do are slow, <laughs> the regular ones. So the fact that there is a need and it's only going to grow, I think we all know that. Um, older people are only getting older. And just mm-hmm. like us, younger people are only getting older. <laughs> um, we're going to need certain types of workouts if we want to keep people physically active and people who were physically active and still have the abilities to do these movements um they they should be given Mm -hmm. specific workouts why are they left out so so we've got a couple of them coming up (laughs) yeah yeah. and and for those of you who aren't aware of our youtube Mm -hmm. channel uh senior fitness with meredith uh, we put out exercise videos every week. Uh, that is a lot of uh, where we get our inspirations from. And uh, we also come out with sometimes special series during these these uh, exercise videos. And one of them is going to be a cognitive fitness series. Yes. Um, we will be releasing these exercise videos uh, in the coming weeks, if it's not out already. And, and like Meredith mm-hmm. said, they will be focused on cognitive fitness uh, for people who have the issues that were uh, announced in the beginning of the podcast right which was a pretty big big umbrella it is right? a huge umbrella yeah actually um so i think cognitive disabilities just think of uh, i always think of maybe mental awareness and alertness and things might take a little bit longer to process um and that's exactly what these workouts are so Cognitive fitness in and of itself is great. That's why I keep trying to put the word disability in there because I forget to do it a lot of the time. Um, Cognitive fitness in and of itself is great too, but a lot of times when people, that became a um, term that they were using when crosswords and Sudoku got really popular. It was like how to make your brain better, cognitive Mm. fitness. Mm Which this is that as well. I think all fitness and research is out there. I won't delve into that. That's a whole different topic. Um, helps the brain also. Uh, but cognitive disability is specifically geared to people who um, do have that mental alertness and uh, speed is a little slower. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it kind of it's like one of those things where the mind and body need to work together. Right? Yes, like yes. you said, cognitive fitness, and a lot of that is making sure your brain is still sharp by right. doing those kinds by of things. doing things. But yes. what we were focusing on is brain and body mm-hmm. together, right? Right, talking to one another and doing the actions, um, which might take a little while in a regular workout going at full speed mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah from your now again we always love to draw on your experience as a trainer with many people of many of all ages over the years what are a lot of the challenges that you see uh, or have seen or have worked with people that are kind of suffering from this cognitive disability um, have you had them in your classes and and <laughs> train people like that and if so what are some mm-hmm. of the challenges that you see um, yes and yes. <laughs> um, so in regular classes, say I'm working a normal class in independent living, um, that doesn't mean that there aren't some cognitive impairments there and disabilities, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, a lot of times if you have a partner or spouse that uh, is able to live in independent living in most communities, they then you can keep your spouse with you even if they have let's say let's just say they've had a stroke alzheimer's dementia whatever 
whatever it is. Um, but of course, there's only specific classes. You're in independent living. We're supposed to gear our classes to the independent uh, seniors there. So coming into a class with a cognitive impairment is difficult because mm-hmm. you can't slow down the class or change it for one person or two people in a class of 15 to 30, whatever it may be. So um, the main thing would be um, fear from a teacher's perspective, instructor's perspective, looking out at, say, 20 people that could do the workout perfectly fine, but seeing that one that I was constantly hyper aware of because I was afraid they were going to hurt themselves or someone around them. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't even put it just on themselves because working with bands, they can snap back into the person's face, which is one of my biggest fears, Mm. thinking of a particular person um, because it's fun to play with. Uh, or um, the ball when we use the air balls and it's fun to throw them at people. <laughs> no, right, it's right. not. <laughs> um, not when the other person doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and dumbbells, of course, getting nervous that they'll get either thrown or get dropped on someone. So, uh, And the movement's just seeing frustration in someone's face and it, you can just see it in their eyes when they everyone else around them is getting it and it's... They, can't why why can't i get this mm-hmm. you know um and that's that's really really hard so um yeah it's difficult to have um in a in a regular class let's say quote unquote um a class that's going at a normal pace that would be for beginner possibly intermediate to have someone with a cognitive disability come in because you know that it's not going to be fair for them in a sense if mm-hmm. that's the correct word to use um, cause what's fair, but you know what I mean? It's, it, it's going to make them frustrated or something's going to happen that that's not fair to them because you're giving, you're putting something in front of them that you already know is going to be so challenging that they may not be able to do it. Most likely won't be able to do it. Right, um, right. so that's probably the hardest thing, but going into especially memory care, um, knowing that the workouts needed to be slower that's first and foremost. Um, but they needed to be short. <laughs> There's not a lot of uh, wanting to sit there and do the same task over and over again, whether, you know, not thinking I need to work my bicep muscles, so let's do three sets today. There's, there's none of that. We're doing movement. We're having fun. Um, we're, we're trying to work every body part in a timely manner. Um, without equipment that's going to hurt ourselves, um, a lot of body weight, a lot of air ball stuff, um, just slower cardio, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's um, kind of what I learned working in memory care. Um, and sometimes putting different music on, things like that, that would be really upbeat and bring somebody's spirit out and they made them remember moving. And those were those are some of my best uh things that I learned from it. In assisted living, you would get uh, a mix of everything. (laughs) From someone that was still seemed like they should be an independent to someone who was on the wait list trying to get into memory care. So you had to, every class, of course, you go in and you have to gear it to the, um, what's the largest number of what type of person do I have in here? Mm -hmm. Um, But if I have one person that I think could get injured, I'm going to pare everything down to make sure that one person doesn't get injured or injure someone else because that's just sometimes in assisted living, that's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because they're in there for a reason. They're paying to be in that particular care for a reason. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I learned a, a large amount from again independent assisted memory, what uh, cognitive disabilities are, how they translate into different types of classes and. Um, ways that we could. I'm surprised it's taken us so long. I know we've talked about it for years. It's just a matter of doing it. Um, And it's harder personally uh, for me to look at a camera and do a class, uh, cognitive disability fitness class, um, when there's no one in front of me to, to do it along with me so I can gauge if they're enjoying it, if it's a good speed, things like that. So right, right, right. Um, it's a lot more difficult than a normal whatever BPM tempo that we're doing class that I go along and do. So mm-hmm. You're not getting yeah. that immediate feedback on right. the videos. Right, exactly. Right, right. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, what are some of the common themes like when when you're working with people that have these disabilities? Um, you know, for example, you can't go fast. Right. You know, yeah. You, you don't want to do high impact, fast things. Exactly. What are some of the common themes that that are kind of the core of these mm-hmm. types of exercises? Yeah. Well, the common themes. Yeah. Those exactly. Uh, going a little slower. Um, staying seated is always helpful. Mm-hmm. I feel again because you don't want to forget where your feet are and get them mixed up if you're trying to do even side steps or something if you're seated. Um, and you can stay a lot more secure. You don't worry about, again, hurting somebody or them hurting somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, the equipment thing, I think, was one of the biggest things, though, I think that we need to get from it is don't have uh, things that are that could injure someone if they're not used properly. And the body may not be used properly um, when we're trying to just do range of motion. Mm-hmm. So, and I can't say when we're learning it because the next time you come in, it's going to be relearning, reteaching. Um, it's diff- It's the same. You're doing. You could do the same thing probably ten times in a row, and it's new to them every time. Um, with certain groups, especially in memory care, um, not everyone, obviously. But um, you have to be aware of that and remember that. Um, so I think that's what I kind of learned. I want someone who watches it. To, to benefit from these workouts um, each time that they do it, knowing it's going to be most likely new to them every time that they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no way that they're going to get injured um, or injure those around them with any equipment, um, their caregivers or wherever they are. 
So Right. And that's yeah. interesting you bring that up about how if they do a workout and then they do it again, it'll seem like it might be new to them. People with maybe memory issues and things exactly. like that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So does that really affect how you do the exercise? You just slow it down, explain mm-hmm. clearly. Slow it down and try and explain. The explaining doesn't go as far. Um but just try and explain what where the body parts should be. Um, again, I think I have always just been one that really likes to explain everything, what you're working, and your elbow should be tucked into, you know, your rib cage, and like talking about the body in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean it's going to translate to everybody, um, no matter what their cognitive ability is. <laughs> but... Um, Remembering, I, I I never want to feel like you're quote unquote dumbing down a workout just because someone has a cognitive impairment. Um, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Remember, everybody's impairment is at a different level and a different way. Um, I remember going into I've, I've probably said this story, but it's one of my favorites because I was in memory care, and a particular um, woman that was in there for quite a while. I would see her every time. Sometimes she'd be happy, sometimes not. Sometimes she'd participate, sometimes not. And this one day that she was participating and she had participated before, she, um, she was like, I just, why are, do you keep saying left when you're lifting up your right hand? <laughs> oh, right. And the other one, I was like, it was amazing to me because no one, no one ever says anything. Um, she just, it was really frustrating for her because she knew I was using my right hand, but I was saying left, but I was mirroring them. Mm-hmm. So, of You're course... You're facing them. They're right, facing you. Exactly. So, is opposite. So, when I say right, they say, see right and are using right. You know, the viewer, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, but to her, it was like, you're saying right, but that's your left. I don't understand why you're doing that. <laughs> her mind worked in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's amazing to me, right? So she could still do things. It just was, um, that's why I say I don't, I don't ever want to think that just because someone can't remember something two minutes later means you have to dumb it down. You don't. Um, these are still very smart, uh, intellectual humans, no matter what, where they're at in their impairment. So, right. so remembering that too, but having fun with it. I think that everything in, in, especially memory care and assisted living gets really serious. So trying to have a little bit of fun with it, um, more playful, not so rigid, um, not to say my workouts are rigid in any way, but mm-hmm. uh, just trying to have fun with it. I think is really important too. Right, right. The 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 side of making these workouts fun uh, just makes it a lot more relaxing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, when we say cognitive disability fitness, mm-hmm. um, you know, just the word fitness in general, you yeah. think oh, to lose weight, and right? To get stronger, <laughs> yeah. You know, and to think, but that is not the no. goal for <laughs> these kinds of exercises. Right? Definitely not. What, what is the goal? <laughs> For these cognitive disability videos that we're right. going to be releasing, what it's, is the actual goal? It's mainly to keep the body moving, getting that intentional movement in every day. That's really, really easy to not do. Mm-hmm. Um, to to just sit in a chair or lay in a bed is a lot of times just what happens in a lot of different types of care. Um, so having something out there again that even if it's in some type of home or community that 
someone can't work with them one-on-one, but can put this video on in, you know, their little area that they've got some chairs set up around and people can go, whether they get them to go sit down over there or they just wander over there and end up doing it, um, is so, so important, I think, because that intentional movement that we need every single day, our muscles need to work to keep us going. Our body needs to move to keep mm-hmm. us going. Um, so important. So yeah, we're not not trying to get someone to lose their last five pounds because believe me, that's the last thing I think I'd ever hear anybody in memory care talk about, but um, right. or to build their muscles bigger. Um, it's really to get joints, ligaments, tendons, muscles, bones, body just moving, stretching, lengthening. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you see a lot of that when you were working with a lot of um, people out there that they just weren't getting enough movement? Yes. In? <laughs> it's easy to just sit. Um, and what was that doing uh, to them physically? Well, it ages them and their memory goes even faster, mm-hmm. um, which is just the saddest thing. So, uh yeah, to to keep someone moving is going to to keep them younger in a sense, right? To keep their memory sharper in a sense, whether it's not all there um, or or wherever they're at in their journey, it will it will slow down the progression. Um, mm-hmm. That's scientifically shown. So, um, and of course, it will keep the body moving and um, healthier and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's just ultra important. Did you <laughs> have any experiences where you were working with people who had this cognitive disability? Were they aware that they needed this for themselves? <laughs> or was it just kind of a mm-hmm. thing where they're I'm being told I have to do this, so I'm gonna do this? Yeah, usually it was just you're telling me to do it, so I'll do the movements. Um when I worked one on one, that's basically what it was. But it was great because it was like social time also for them, mm-hmm. which I loved because they felt like they were getting that one on one attention. And a lot of times when you're in um again, different parts of communities, um unless you're paying for one on one, you're most of the time you just get the attention when you need it because there's not enough workers <laughs> that are trying to do, they do a wonderful, amazing job, but um, there's never enough of them to go around uh, right. for the needs that are, are wanting to be met. Um, so I think they love the one-on-one. I really liked working with people one-on-one in memory care uh, because it, they, I got to know them in a different way every time, <laughs> and they got to know me mm-hmm. the same way. But um, uh, yeah, they never really thought I need to do this. It was more, oh, you're here. If they remembered me and knew I was going to do movements with them at that time, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in classes, yeah, it was the caregivers uh, and nurses that would work and say, oh, come on, let's go sit over here. You need to get some movement in and basically walk them over, sit them in a chair, and then we do a class together. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't from desire of wanting to get a workout in. Right, <laughs> it was right. more I'm being told to I'm do this. Told to do it. And if you make it fun, I'll stay here or I'm going to walk away. We'll see. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, so... Now, that's yeah. <laughs> that's in the case of where you were in an assisted living home or right. independent living home, and there was people around that were 
managing the time, saying, yeah. okay, this is good for you to do, right. you know, managing people who are, have this disability. Right. What is a message that you would have to someone who is taking care of, say, a loved one mm-hmm. at home? And this may not even be on the radar. I know. The disability, the fitness side of right, it. Right, exactly. You know, what would you say to, what message would you want to tell someone who's taking care of mm-hmm. someone who may be like that? I think everything that we said, just how important keeping your loved one physically active and moving and making sure they're getting that intentional movement. It's great to get them up and walk. If that's what you're doing with them, that's great. Um, Walking them around, especially if you're able to go outside, I think that's so important. But to get their body moving in different ways, if you can continue to do that, it will keep them healthier longer. Um, And that's going to be a huge help, (laughs) again, for the loved one that's trying to help take care of them. Um, it, it, It gives even... Look at it as a small distraction in your day and time for you to sit down and do movement with them. Um, there's nothing wrong with sitting next to them, putting on the workouts that we have and and doing it along with them because it gives you a break as well. And I, I'm a firm believer in caretakers need to take as many breaks and do things for themselves as they possibly can because taking care of someone is the most wearing thing, um, especially when it's a loved one, I can only imagine. So... Um, taking that time for yourself as well, but remembering that this is really, really important for the health of both cognitively, but physically as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Really important to Mm -hmm. continue to do daily if possible. Daily exercise. Daily intentional movement. Yep. Uh, What in your opinion would constitute, say, someone doing one of these cognitive disability fitness videos that we're going to be releasing mm-hmm. or maybe already um, <laughs> is there any chance that someone may be able to level up to say a beginner style workout yeah, you never know you yeah know? it's that depending on what the impairment is and the level um i think definitely you could see someone that goes okay you could tell that they're this becomes almost easy for them and then you can transition into a beginner seated workout um, that would be a great thing, but definitely mm-hmm. I could see that happening. Um, again, every case is different. It's hard to tell. Uh, everyone has to know their themselves, I guess, if they're watching these for themselves or um, their loved one or their group that they're going to put the workouts on for right. um, to know where they're at um, and their level and their level of care goes a long way. But I think, yes, <laughs> you could definitely uh, be able to to transition and to level up, as you said, uh, which would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. would probably be more of a case-by-case basis and not Definitely. like a group class thing. Yeah, right. It would be Everybody, difficult. Everybody, hey, we're, we're trying yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> leveling up this exercise video Right. Today. And probably one person can do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, you know, in, in some, your, some of your final thoughts on mm-hmm. the importance of cognitive disability fitness, why it doesn't get enough attention, why you feel inspired mm-hmm. to do this, and the the plans for the future, possibly. Yes. <laughs> Um, again, it comes down to why is it not done enough? I think people don't necessarily look at need and say that's what we need to make workouts for. They look at the glamour part of it or what will I get money from. Um, these aren't going to fly off the shelf. These aren't going to be workouts that are going to be viewed millions of times. Uh, mm-hmm. Or they might be, you know. 
Um, we're not doing it for that reason. We're doing this because there is a need out there. Um, and even if we fill that need by a hundred people and we feel like we're helping them and making a difference, then mm -hmm. that's why we're doing it. Um, I believe <laughs> from what I've seen, there's a huge need for it. So hopefully people will be able to find us and these will, um, will be utilized in, in different ways for, to help people basically both the viewer, um, the person with the cognitive disability and the person who works with them. Um, and I think we could go further and make more of these if we see that there is a desire for them. They are being viewed. People give us feedback and say that we're using these, they like them. Um, we could use more. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so I think definitely we'd, we could uh, keep going with the series. Um, I think we we did three so far, so... Mm -hmm. um, we could definitely do more again, their cardio using air ball, um, just range of motion movements, things like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. For sure. And, and when these exercise videos come out, if they're not out already, <laughs> um, you'll be able to find them as a group on our website. They'll be listed in our, uh, workouts page as a cognitive series. So you'll be able to just filter on those if you want to just get to those, right? Um, and and play those just those videos, those exercise videos. But, yeah, um, yeah, we're really excited about it, and uh, yes. you know, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Hopefully, you're just as excited as we are uh, to get this out and to try these exercise videos for those that you either work with or that people that you love that have a cognitive disability and and need more physical fitness to help not just body but mind. Right. Um, it all kind of goes together, right? Exactly. So, well, like I said, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com, and sign up for that newsletter. And uh, we hope to see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.